This week to submit your photos for the show us your best shot deal that we have going to KSGF.com. This is with Brad Pistol and Safe Money Radio. Cool prize pack, all the details there. Just upload a video of your hunting pick. It can be previous season and uh, every upload or an upload that counts as an entry. So uh, the winner is not going to be based off of quality or points or anything along those lines it's simply going to be uh an entry randomly drawn but uh we've got quite a few awesome picks up there a lot of with kids and grandkids which is really great passing along that tradition so go to ksgf.com and get yourself registered for there also while you're there you might as well go ahead and sign up to win a uh, pizza party at godfather's pizza and you can get sign up for lunch bunch at retro metro uh also oh this would be a great time to talk about santa's angels would it not it would be. All right. Well, let's um, let's talk about it, shall we? We do have all the trees out. We do. Yes. Thank you for helping me with that, by the way. You're welcome. Very nice fella you are. I, I do just enough to get recognized as a nice fella. <laughs> I, I, I try to walk that fine line. Those of you who are newer to the show and you may not be familiar with Santa's Angels, um, here's what we do. We work with, um, what's the organization called now? I know it's changed names a couple of times. So it's called KVC Missouri, but it is, uh, it's basically Great Circle. They okay. just went through a name change. So KVC. Yes. Okay. Ultimately, they help, I think this is the best way to describe them, uh, kids that are, whether they're foster kids, a lot of times, you know, there's some horrific incident that occurs and parents are arrested or the parent is arrested and the kids are taken out of the home. Um, th- these are the kids that we're talking about. And so, as you can imagine, so many of them, uh, be they in the facility or with foster parents, um, you know, they, they some of them never even had a Christmas because of negligence and abuse by their own parents. And we try to make that happen. But what we do it takes a little more effort. Um, instead of just asking for random donations, we get a list from the kids. If they were to have somebody buy them Christmas gifts, what would they want? That's a question some have never even been asked before. Some of these kids don't ever get Christmas presents. And so the idea behind it is that that part of the gift itself, them knowing somebody specifically chose them, wanted to know what they wanted, went out while they were buying for their own family and, and bought for them as well. And so... Um, it, it, like I said, takes a little more effort, mostly on Sarah's part, um, (laughs) and on your part as well. Um, but we think it's well, 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 well worth it. And so we have four area partner locations. Most of them, if not all, I guess all of them are locations we've utilized in the past. Correct. Yeah. And I'll tell you those locations here in a moment. What you do is you just go by and each of the trees has paper ornaments, 
toy soldier paper ornaments are the boys and then little angel paper ornaments are the girls on the back it has the child's first name their age and then their wish list and do we still put what do you want to be when you grow up is that on there yeah. okay mm -hmm. that's on there as well and some of these are older by the way now i do want to i, I want to tell you that because sometimes people go what what is this 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 is like this is an older older kid um, many of these kids are in transition to live on their own. They've never had any sort of parental guidance or what they did have was horrific. And so they are in the process of learning how it is to be an adult. And many of them have their own kids already. And so you will see some that are older in there that are trying to um, be on the right path. And then, of course, you have very young ones. Obviously, if you have a child that is six months old, they did not make the list themselves, um, but was made probably by a caretaker, things that they could use. Uh, the, the Let's go over the locations, shall we? Sure. So the first one is Anchor Tactical. That is off of South Campbell Avenue. The second one is A1 Custom Car Care. Now, this A1 Custom Car Care is the one off of West Sunset, right okay. next to Classic Rock Coffee. We also have Crown Power and Equipment, which is off of East Chestnut Expressway. It's almost at that intersection right. of Glenstone. Right. And then On the south side. Yes. And then we have Green County Freight and Food Sales, which is off of West Kearney, which is close to to West Bypass. Yeah. Um, so a huge thank you to all of those folks. And I, I encourage you, if you have kids or grandkids of your own, take them along, have them pick one out. Um, and you can do more. You don't, by the way, have to get everything on the list. Th those are just things. I, I would ask that at least one item so they don't feel as if they're just sort of random. If that makes part of the big deal of this is the connection. And that may seem to somebody who has grown up and had the benefit of family uh, gatherings at Christmas, you may think, well, what, I mean, how much meaning can that ha actually have? I think it's beyond anything most of us can understand or recognize. Uh, so I, I would ask that at least one of the items that they put on there that they were asked, because then they know that you, you cared enough to, um, wonder what they wanted and to get that for them but you don't have to do a hundred percent on it you can throw in some things that you might think oh i bet maybe they'll like this as well uh you know just you guys always do a tremendous job with this there's i mean we absolutely could not do it without you and those trees are up now we used to try to get them up have them up by black friday but now we get them up a little bit early do we have all this info yet on site yes okay so whenever you go to ksgf.com we've got that homepage slider should be the first thing that pops up you'll see it it says santa's angels it's got our logo it's got kvc's logo uh, we have all of the location details their address whenever they're open um, we also have a couple of FAQs about Santa's Angels, just typical questions that people ask, uh, you know, year after year. Like, do we have to wrap the presents? Do we have to purchase everything on the list? Is there a deadline? We have all of that up. And then we've also got like a little description of KVC Missouri. So once again, all of that is up at KSGF.com. Yes, don't wrap them. I'll just tell you that now um, because they, they obviously just have to make sure they know what the kids are actually getting and uh so they, they do the wrapping they have a big gathering of staff and support and and spend a lot of time i can only imagine how much time it takes to do all of that wrapping um but uh do not wrap as she mentioned those faqs you can find at ksgf.com and now the latest news update good morning everyone from color 10 studios i'm angela luna 
The Springfield Green County Park Board is dedicating the new Roseanne Bentley Playground today at Phelps Grove Park. It's a name of honor of Roseanne Bentley, who was a founding member of the community partnership of the Ozarks, and she served on the board for more than 20 years. Bentley was also Missouri State Senator and Green County Commissioner. This is the park board's first musical playground and will have eight different percussion instruments for kids to play with. A police officer from Herman, Missouri, who was injured in the line of duty is returning home today. Officer Adam Solentrup was hurt in March and his partner, Officer Mason Griffith, was killed while trying to make an arrest. Solentrup has been in a Colorado hospital that specializes in traumatic brain injuries and now he's coming home for the holidays. He'll get a police escort from the airport to Washington, Missouri. From Color 10 Studios, I'm Angela Luna. And the first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Patchy fog this morning. Slight chance of afternoon rain, high of 47. Slight chance of rain tonight, 27. Sunshine tomorrow, 49. Look, Sarah Myers. That's me. So I guess it was last week I was talking to one of our coworkers in the hallway and they were talking about wanting to purchase a new vehicle and they told me, can you believe how expensive new vehicles are? And I said, yeah, I completely understand. And then I started telling him about the Avis long-term rental program because he was interested in my vehicle that was out there. And so the best part about the long-term rental program was it was made for people who are looking to purchase a vehicle, but they are wanting to do kind of a, a longer test drive, if you will, you know, make sure that it has enough room or maybe the vehicle that you're wanting to purchase has enough bells and whistles. That is what the long-term rental program is great for. And the best part is you don't have any trips to the DMV. You have no vehicle maintenance costs. And if you get into a vehicle that you thought that you wanted to purchase and then you realize it just it's not working out for you, you can swap out vehicles every couple of months if you wish to do so. Now, if you want more information on the Avis long-term rental program, I recommend that you take a trip to the Avis store. Uh, it's located here in Springfield off of Fort and Sunshine. Speak to Lauren. And of course, you can find all of that contact information for Avis under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. One of the talents that Trump has that I think oftentimes goes unrecognized is the the stealing away of a narrative attempt by the left. This isn't something he always does, but he does it when he does it. He does it so well, people forget that he did it. For example, fake news, the talk about fake news was something that Democrats actually started. I, I, I remember this because it had to do with Pizzagate. And the first time anyone of real significance utilized the, that terminology, as I recall anyhow, I, I think it was Hillary Clinton, and she was talking about, oh, this fake news about Pizzagate. And Trump, I think he recognizes when somebody says something that it could be a powerful messaging, and this makes sense because he knows marketing and he understands people's perception on things. Um, he grabs it and he makes it his own. The mugshot's another example. <laughs> it just, I, the, the, they just couldn't wait for a mugshot. Oh, that mugshot was going to turn the tide. And he takes it and he uses it for marketing purposes. He made fake news fake news. I mean, he, he took that terminology. Uh, Hillary Clinton also 
was the cam- or it was her campaign that started the whole birther thing with with uh, Barack Obama, and um, arguably that did not have the same impact that some of his other acquisitions have had. Um, but uh, but you know that was something the Hillary Clinton campaign started a rumor that Obama wasn't actually eligible to be president. It was when she was running against him in the primary, and then you know Trump of course would take and run with that. Um, I think that Republicans need to and can successfully take this presentation that Democrats are using, that Republicans are downplaying January 6th and turn it around on them. And every single time they note or are asked about other Republicans, oh, well, the Republicans say this and say that. It needs to be put in the context of Democrats downplaying it, that Democrats continue to downplay the level of involvement that the FBI was. The the Democrats in the media continue to downplay the FBI's disinformation regarding January 6th. The FBI, or sorry, the, um, the Democrats continue to downplay Ray Epps' involvement because they are the one downplaying it. And here is yet another example. On January 6th, Gateway Pundit has a piece where they interviewed Jeremy Rogers. Uh, he's one of the individuals that's political. You know, He's a citizen, Trump supporter, and there are uh, attempts to um, uh, put him in prison, and he's facing years in prison because he was there on January 6th. And one of the interesting notes that he shared is that he actually, he and his friends, they were not even planning on going to the Capitol. They went to Trump's speech. That was what they planned to do. And and these are two totally separate events that get conflated by the media. In fact, the Capitol Hill scenario began while Trump was still speaking. Contrary to what the Democrats want you to believe, which they want you to believe that there were a whole bunch of people not at the Capitol at a Trump event. Trump told them, let's go to the Capitol. And then they all ran over to the Capitol. The people at the Capitol were there before Trump was even finished speaking. After Trump was finished speaking. And by the way, I know this to be true. Because while watching the footage of what was going on in the Capitol, I texted a local business owner that I knew was in Washington that day. And I texted this individual to, you know, like, oh my gosh, you know, are you guys okay? What's going on? And this business owner had no clue what I was even talking about. Like, what are you talking about? What's going on? Because they weren't at the Capitol. They were at the Trump speech. And they weren't able to get, because so many people were using cell phones, the the towers were overloaded, and so they weren't able to stream any news or even pull up any websites. I mean, they could barely get texts through at the time. So they, they weren't aware of what was going on in the Capitol at this time. Well, this Jeremy Rogers and his friends, after the Trump event, were... Basically, site they were kind of looking for a bathroom. There weren't a tremendous. We've heard this before. There weren't a tremendous amount of of bathrooms, so a lot of people were looking for these outhouses. I don't think it's any coincidence that they limited the number of outdoor restrooms that were needed for the Trump event. 
And so it left many people seeking them. So they were kind of looking for those and they were sightseeing at the same time. And then there was an individual that said, hey, did you guys hear Trump is going to the Capitol? You guys should go to the Capitol. That, that's where Trump is headed right now. He's going to speak again at the Capitol. And that person was Ray Epps. That according to these witnesses, some of which had the direct contact with him, that the, the he was telling people that were Trump supporters to come to the Capitol because Trump was going to be there. Now, you want to talk about downplaying. I mean, we've watched January 6th committee members downplay Ray Epps in all of this. Republicans need to recognize that the downplaying is not a narrative that Democrats should be leading on because they are it shouldn't you know be portraying Republicans as trying to downplay what happened on January 6th because they are the ones that are consistently downplaying every aspect of this other than anything they can edit or portray as Trump supporters being insurrectionists that are a greater danger to this country than the 9-11 hijackers. Coming up, the Air Force is threatening service members and their military careers if they attempt a patriot rally with a pro-Trump speaker. We are watching this evolution of our United States military being turned into a military for the Democrat Party. I find that commercial to be fun. Streaming live, KSGF.com. Springfield Rap sponsoring the video feed on Facebook. That is 1041 Nick Reed. Air Force Base warning service members to avoid Patriot Rally with a speaker from a pro-Trump group. The leadership in an Air Force base in North Dakota sent a text message to service members warning them of the dangers of being near a downtown rally that featured a speaker from a pro-Trump organization. Because, you know, as we all know, right now in this day and age, it's clearly Trump supporters that are the problem. Acts of violence, threats, intimidation vandalism oh no it's not left-wing activists usually in the name of hamas no no trump supporters the message read leaders please exercise caution if downtown this weekend this was a text message sent out from the air force base adding that anyone who's thinking about going downtown should be careful and reach out for any concerns now there has been an ongoing effort and many of you are aware of this to utilize the military to create a, a perception amongst those in the military that people who are not Democrats are a danger. And these are the subtle ways that it's done. Without coming out and just saying, listen, you need to see people who have a love for the Constitution as a danger. You need to see Republicans as a danger. You need to see Trump supporters as an enemy of the state. They do more subtle things like... If there is some sort of a Trump event or pro-Trump or conservative event that or pro-America event that is taking place, they warn them that could be dangerous. You may not want to go there. At issue was a planned November 17th event dubbed the Dakota Patriot Rally at the state fairgrounds 
and the text warned personnel to be cautious if they were in the area, especially because some rally goers could be confrontational to military members. Well, of course, right? I mean, that's where it is that our military personnel receive much of their scorn from Trump supporters and from conservatives, not left-wingers. The text, which was shared with the popular Air Force um, Facebook or with an Air Force Facebook page, also noted that the event would feature a guest speaker from Turning Point Action, which the warning noted is an alt-right organization. Turning Point Action is a 501c4 organization founded in 2019, typically promotes conservative values, which, according to the military under Joe Biden, is potentially dangerous. The Dakota Patriot Rally speaker about whom the text warned was Turning Point Action Chief Operation Officer Tyler Boyer, according to the event website, which noted that Boyer is a conservative activist who worked in several political positions before joining Turning Point USA. Well, my goodness. Our military certainly does need to be on alert. All of these conservatives that have involved themselves in American-loving conservative activities. The text message to members of the Air Force Base warned, quote, that participation with groups such as Turning Point Action could jeopardize their continued service in the U.S. military. They are turning, and they have been for some time, turning our military into an institution in which its members do not like our country and see people who do love our country as dangers to the power structure, which is, of course, supposed to be left-leaning individuals, including the Democrat Party. We are watching the active evolution of a military that was non-political become not just political, but exceedingly one-sided and intolerant of the other. Springfield's Talk 1041, I'm Nick Reed. All those home loan needs. You might be thinking as you have family gather for the holidays that you've outgrown your home or maybe the... Home has outgrown you. But you hear all the horror stories, the interest rates and the housing market, and now's not the time to buy. And I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. A lot of it depends on your personal situation. For some people, it may be the best time possible. But this is where the characters come in. Anthony and Alex Carricker, their team of people crafting and, and helping you with this process that all starts at IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com and offering you advice. You know, you tell them here's what's going on. They're, and they'll, they'll know what questions to ask you. You may not even know what information is relevant, but they do. It's why they do what they do, and it's why they do it so well, and it's why they have five-star reviews all over the place. IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com. First alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Slight chance of afternoon rain, a high of 47 for the day. Slight chance of rain tonight, 27 then. Tomorrow, sunshine with a high of 49. Now, while you and I are told that 
Trump, Trump supporters, right-wingers are dangerous. A New York Democrat has been forced to backtrack after calling for Trump to be, quote, eliminated. How many left-wing individuals have to go on an, a, a, some sort of killing spree or attempt to kill people that they see as conservative before Democrats stop? How many? Is there a number here? I mean, we had the Bernie Sanders volunteer believing what Bernie Sanders and other Democrats were saying about Republicans going to kill old people by stealing their health insurance. So he went to take out as many as he possibly could at that softball game. And that was his purpose. Because he believed them. He literally, according to his own writings, believed the Democrats when they claimed old people were going to die early. People would die because Obamacare uh, was going to be taken away from them by Republicans. The would-be Kavanaugh assassin, who, according to his own writings, was planning on not just assassinating Kavanaugh, but as many conservative judges as possible for the stated purpose of, you know, in the world of Chuck Schumer, making sure that Roe v. Wade wasn't overturned. This is after Roe v. Wade stood almost foaming at the mouth, the steps of the courthouse, screaming at Gorsuch and Kavanaugh about they won't know what hit him if they dare make that move. You've got the shooter in Nashville. The Democrats are furious because some of the manifesto release that showed that she was using the talking points of Democrats when it comes to white privilege. There was the classic class warfare stuff in there about these rich privilege kids. And now you have a member of Congress calling for Trump to be eliminated. Andrew Miller over at Fox News, a Democrat congressman, is walking back a comment he made against former President Trump over the weekend that sparked a social media firestorm. Quote, yesterday on TV, I mistakenly used the word or the wrong word to express the importance for America that Donald Trump doesn't become president again. While he must be defeated, I certainly wish no harm to him and do not condone political violence. I apologize for the poor choice of words. He told Jen Psaki on MSNBC News, talking about Trump, this is the irony of it. His, Trump's rhetoric, is really getting dangerous, more and more dangerous. We saw what happened on January 6th when he used inflammatory rhetoric now and his recent truth social post is incredibly scary for anyone who might be trying to work in government. And it's just unquestionable at this point that this man cannot see public office again. He is not only unfit, he's destructive to our democracy. He has to be eliminated, end quote. Now, all that he was presenting as his evidence that Trump's rhetoric is dangerous. See the irony there? <laughs> that, that truly is ironic. That isn't an accidental usage of a word that could mean one or two different things. That is very specific. 
And I'm just going to be honest, and I think many of you understand this. Deranged people, truly deranged individuals, listen to these Democrats. This is why this tends to be a pattern where Democrats will make claims about, you know, they, they go overboard, they overstate things, old people are going to die, uh, women are going to be dying in alleys because Roe v. Wade's going to get uh, overturned. We heard you know, Kamala Harris and others referring to ICE agents as the Klan and Nazis, and these are concentration camps, and there were subsequent physical attacks on ICE facilities after that. And it's because deranged people, they believe them. They think they are in a fight of good versus evil. They believe that they are being set up to believe that they are saving lives by taking this action. And here you have a sitting member of Congress presenting Trump as the end of this country and saying, quote, he has to be eliminated, end quote. And then a day later, oh, well, I mean, I just used the wrong word. That's all. And Trump, who called for people to peacefully protest, is the danger. Some of these individuals are demonstrating the behavior of people that are trying to get Trump murdered, assassinated. Now, you, of course, cannot read the minds of these individuals, but this is the B. If you take somebody who wants to truly look at the landscape, recognize the deranged nature of people out there, look at the track record and the consistency of individuals that hear the rhetoric of Democrats and then use it as justification to try and kill Republicans or conservative judges, If your goal is to have Trump killed, how else would you do it other than to go out there and say he is a danger to this entire country and he has to be eliminated? I'm not sure what other steps one could take other than actually doing it themselves or paying someone to do it. But if we want to utilize the word downplay, the Democrats continue to use against Republicans on January 6th. This is what downplaying looks like. The statements that he made and the reaction to it. Oh, he just used the wrong word. That's all. It's funny how with the left, how important words are until they aren't. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. Job Creators Network Foundation poll, small businesses support Trump over Biden 61 to 28 percent. A slew of recent surveys show a majority of Americans souring on Biden's sluggish economy, favoring former President Donald Trump on the top issues heading into 2024 election cycle. Today, the Job Creation Network Foundation released a poll showing small businesses and there are small business employers back Trump 61 percent. 28% for Biden. The JCNF special October edition of its small business IQ poll of 400 small business employers asked who they believe would do most to help Main Street Donald Trump slaughters Joe Biden. 
Quote, given small business owners are the drivers of the U.S. economy, their attitudes towards politicians are an important indicator to pay attention to, said Elaine Parker, president of the Job Creators Network Foundation. She continued, entrepreneurs are more likely to support candidates they believe will boost job creation, pursue smart fiscal policies to improve economic conditions, and avoid strangling the private sector with government red tape. And when looking at the polling of who small businesses support, it's not even a competition. Trump has beaten Biden by a two-to-one margin. When siloed by political affiliation and asked the same question, both Trump, 55%, Biden, 51%, ran away with the win in their respective primary caucuses. Uh, and then it breaks down after that. So what you have here is the clear recognition of reality. You may say to yourself, yes, that is a, a, a slaughtering of Biden and Democrat economic policies. It is a reflection of the damage that is being done to small business owners and to the employees of small businesses in this country. But how in the hell are there still 20-some percent that say they believe that Biden is the answer? There are people who are extremely liberal, and they are business owners. You may know some of these people. I know some of these people. And they just, they, they disconnect. They set up a wall of separation between the people they support and the negative impact it has on their business, their life, and their employees' lives. Denial is a very, very powerful psychological condition. And there are people that will, that they will continue. Let me give you an example. I've given it before, but I'll give it again. Look at all these people that have been out there particularly the the riders on strike, right? They're over strike because they want more pay. And for weeks and weeks and weeks, when you listen to their rhetoric and see their postings, it is beyond even a moral issue for them. You there there would be some that would uh, Drew Barrymore was an example of one that decided to go ahead and continue filming the show while the writers were on strike. And I mean, she just they destroyed her to the point that she broke down and agreed, okay, we you know, I mean they they they, they have such a ferocious nature to their demands and it's based off of this this virtuous moral position that they take regarding the need to you know, have more money but then those same people will spend money and their credibility electing a political party that vastly diminishes their buying power now, to you, a thinking person, that makes no sense whatsoever. Why? Because here they're fighting against themselves. On one hand, they demand to have a higher quality of life due to more buying power. That's, that's why you know increased money means more buying power. But when you have policies that just eviscerate your buying power, 
causing for the average family thousands upon thousands of dollars in in loss of buying power every year to where it outweighs any sort of income increase. Uh, it, it, it is maddening to thinking people, but you have to understand that there's rationalization that goes on. They set, they, in their minds, inflation, the economic policies of, of the Democrats have nothing to do with the problems that exist today. They just don't want to admit it because admitting it means admitting they're wrong. And most people don't like to admit they're wrong. Now, some people at some point will give in and say, it's really not worth it. I was wrong. I'll admit that for the sake of my family, for the sake of my income. But there are some that will go down with their ship before they ever admit they're wrong. And that's how you can have 20-some percent of small business owners say, no, no, I think everything's wonderful. Things are much better now than they were when Trump was president. The reality, however, is still a vast majority of small business owners are saying that definitely Trump is the way to go. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Thank you. I don't know about you, but I love scoring a good deal, but I also hate Black Friday shopping. And if you're like me, I want to recommend that you check out Quick Draw Guns pre-Black Friday deals. Now, Brad and his team, they are rotating deals right now on their website. So if you want to check those deals out, visit quickdrawgun.com and click on the 2023 Black Friday deals tab. It's on the left-hand side of their website. Uh, The best part about this is you can pay online and pick up before or after Black Friday and you get to avoid all of that badness. But if you do like Black Friday shopping, Quick Draw Gun, they've also got you covered there. They posted uh, their ad earlier this week and they're going to be open Black Friday 9 to 5.30. Now until then, if you have any questions for Brad and his team, you can find all of their contact information under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at KSGF.com. We talked last week about rapper Azalea Banks, who had lived in California, I believe Los Angeles specifically, and moved to Florida and noted how it was, she's uh, going to support Trump. He's just his ideals, the philosophies, the, the implementation of his policies, uh, she you know sees reflective or saw reflective more in a Florida state than in a California state and just how much better quality of life. She talked about you know, being afraid for her life and the violence and the everything that just goes on in Democrat run uh, Los Angeles versus being in Florida where you have none of that. And that there's a reality there that that it's a it's a, a wake up for a lot of people. Cardi B. Who is also of the rap world slams New York City budget cut says she will not endorse Biden in twenty. She fully endorsed Biden in twenty twenty. She went viral Sunday night over statements she made on live social media in which she harshly criticized both New York City and the United States government seeking to fund wars. The rapper, who's been no stranger to discussing politics, filmed herself live on Instagram, during which she said that she was an angry blank blank over New York City's massive $110 billion budget cut, which Mayor Eric Adams claimed was necessary after the city spent $1.45 billion addressing its migrant crisis. Cardi B claimed the budget cuts would include a $5 million cut in the city's sanitation. Saying a budget cut in sanitation, Cardi B said, blank, we're going to be drowning in rats. We're going to be drowning in blanking rats. 
She also demanded that no politician send her a resume because she will not endorse any presidential candidate in 2024. Of course, she had endorsed before uh, Biden. And then she goes on to use lots of F words um, in describing Biden and his job as president of the United States. It's really interesting that the first go around, there were a lot of artists that were out there utilizing social media in a very structured and planned way in order to help Biden become president of the United States. You know, it, it, it was coordinated efforts with with the the pro-Biden organizations, the Biden campaign. It was all part of their marketing strategy. Organically, however, after just a couple of years of Biden, some of these very same people are coming out and, you know, they're not needing prompting. They're not, I mean, they are being prompted. They're being prompted by the results of the very people that they supported. And in my encouragement, is to instead of the, see, I told you so, instead of these people being treated as, well, you got what you asked for, it we should be, we should be grateful that they have not only seen the light, but are willing to admit it and to let others know about what it is that they now realize. I believe that many people potentially could underestimate the impact that some of these voices in the black entertainment community coming out and and laying out these realities what impact that could have on this presidential race there there's a difference between a celebrity coming out and saying, well, you need to vote for this person because democracy is in the, you know, the, the, uh, this, uh, you know we, we, we could lose democracy at any moment. The country is, is potentially in its last throes. You know, all of the sort of rhetoric they use about democracy coming to an end as we know it, right? Because it's just noise. But what they're doing is they're being very specific about, no, here's what's going on. And it isn't. It's not a revelation to people. I don't think that people in the African-American community that live in these cities, whenever they hear uh, other African-Americans in the entertainment industry talking about how horrible these these cities are, how Democrats are running things into the ground, and they're specific about the reasons, you know, the violence, the rats, the sanitation, you know, all of these areas. And those are things that the black community, they see those things. That It's not rhetoric. This isn't rhetorical talk about democracy being in the balance. This isn't rhetorical talk about, well, Donald Trump is a danger to democracy or anything along those lines. They're talking about undeniable realities. And they are being specific in who is responsible for it, politically speaking. Now, this doesn't mean that there's going to be a huge, massive majority of African-Americans that wake up and see the realities here and decide to change their ways in terms of voting. I do think that some of them are going to almost feel like it's okay to do this and not be ostracized. Because if there are other African-Americans 
that are respected within the African-American community as celebrities. They're cool. They're hip. And part of who they are is not caring what people think because they just speak the raw truth. And they are saying these things. They are saying that they're not going to uh, vote for Joe Biden. And in some instances, maybe even saying that they're going to vote for Donald Trump. That gives a sort of psychological permission that it's not necessarily a bad thing to do so. And I don't think it should be underestimated, the impact that that could have. Also shouldn't be overestimated, but it'll have some impact. News in 60 seconds.